Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hello and welcome to Enneagram and Coffee, the podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Jane Case, and I am so happy to have coffee with you today. Welcome back to the podcast today. I want to give you a little bit of a preface and let you know that I am recording from my home. And so you might hear neighborhood sounds, you might hear people walking around my house. That's kind of what we're working with right now with everything going on. So uh, just a little heads up, that's what's going on over here. Now, before we dive into all things behind the curtain, quarantine edition, I wanted to remind you that my book is available for pre-order right now wherever books are sold online. And for those of you who are not aware of what your Enneagram type is yet, and you're interested in taking a workshop on it, I do have a free workshop that you can get when you buy the book. So just go to honestenneagram.com and grab the book and grab the workshop there. Now let's dive into the episode. So the first thing I wanted to talk about today when we're thinking about, you know, what's it like over here with the quarantine going on? I know there's a lot happening all over and... So I want to talk about like, how are things different? The first one is that instead of recording this in the office, I am sitting under my eight-year-old stepson's loft bed in his little fort, because I think this is probably the best sound that we're going to get out of my house. Our house is a lot of really creaky hardwood floors and not a lot of rugs. So his little fort is like full of pillows and curtains. And so we'll see how this goes. Um, So that's one of the big major differences is that we're not going into the office. For those of you who aren't familiar, we have an office space that we share with my best friend who he's also an online business owner and our whole teams get to work there. We get to work there. We go into the office almost every day and we have a little recording studio. We have a conference room. We have our office space and we have coworkers. And for an online business owner, that's a really nice deal to be able to have coworkers in general. But that has changed. You know, now we're working from home and we have our son every other week. And so some weeks it's, you know, working from home. Some weeks it's homeschooling and getting a little bit of work done in there. But that's kind of what we're doing. And that brings me to the next thing that's different, which is working apart from our team. So I have, you know, about five people on my team at this point, two of which are always remote, but the other two are in town or, you know, can come into the office. One of those is my assistant, Jenny, who's amazing. She um, comes into the office whenever she can, but some weeks she stays at home. And so we're working away from now. So all of our meetings are via Zoom and um, we are working long distance. That works just fine for the work that we do, but I do miss kind of being able to connect in human form. There's just something so much easier about those like brief human to human interactions over, you know, that long distance kind of communication. The other thing that's different is that our schedule is way off. And I'm not just talking about like our what time we wake up, what time we go to sleep, all of that, but like I usually know exactly what I'm going to post on Enneagram and Coffee every day of the month before the month starts. And at this point, I'm like, 
I don't know. <laughs> we're just we're just seeing what comes up. It really rolling with it. And that's totally fine. I mean, that's fine. Like I, we're in a business that can do that and it's flexible, but it's really weird. And the truth is, if I tried to have a schedule right now, it would just be make-believe because it's not sustainable. We're really just kind of every day is so different. I'm sure some of you guys are feeling that way too. Like some days I wake up with a lot of extra energy and I want to get a lot done. And some days I wake up and I'm like, I think all I can do today is really just the bare minimum. And my work in this and what I hope that we're all doing is giving ourselves full permission to just be okay with whatever's happening and wherever we are. And so for me, sometimes that just means I get less done and some days I get a lot done and that's okay. The other thing that's different is because we are co-parents, it's just kind of weird. Our son went back to his mom's house on Sunday and it's really strange to send your kid away during this time and to trust that their household is going to be the way that your household would be in terms of, you know, safety precautions and sanitation and all of those things, it's it's really tricky. And it's particularly tricky to me because I am a high risk for uh, death. I don't know how to say it. Like I'm, I'm high risk in this situation with COVID-19 because I've had some like chronic lung issues this year. And some of you guys might not really know that. So I talk about that a lot on my personal account at Sarah Jane Case, but not as much at Enneagram and Coffee. But if you hear me on the podcast and I'm struggling to take a breath in, like it sounds like a little bit wheezy or like I'm struggling to breathe, that's because I am. <laughs> I got uh, the flu back in October and that turned into pneumonia and it's been about six months and the pneumonia is not out of my lungs yet. And we're really still figuring out like what's going on, why it's not healing itself. We just don't really have many answers and now is not a time I could get those answers because of everything that's going on. But with that being said, I'm high risk. So that changes us a lot, like the way that we orient around the coronavirus. That's why staying at home is something that I'm taking so seriously, but we have to do things a lot differently than even maybe your household has to do them. If my husband goes to the grocery store, he has to take a lot of extra precautions than maybe you have to take when you go. And I don't get to go at all, which is a real bummer, <laughs> but that's okay. But all of that to say that co-parenting is strange, right? Where you send your kid away, you hope that they come back and you don't get sick. It's pretty pretty tricky. So that's kind of all that's going on over here. Um, I want to talk a little bit about what I've been thinking about or feeling in, in the season. I definitely, as a type seven, feel very equipped because I can kind of entertain myself, right? Like I don't think I get bored very often. So I do find ways to stay busy pretty easily and entertained pretty easily. But I can definitely feel that stress move over to one that like feeling judgmental, feeling like, why is everyone else not doing what I think they should be doing that's right? Or, you know, having those sensations of feeling like, oh, am I doing enough or, you know, worrying about that kind of thing. In terms of being a seven too, I've had to think about risk in a new way. I tend to feel like I'm indestructible. I tend to think that everything's going to work out for the better. And having to really absorb the risk of my husband going to the grocery store and coming home with coronavirus and infecting me and what that can do to my body is 
unnatural for me. It's not second nature. It's really uncomfortable. And I have to be very intentional about taking it seriously. And that is not my favorite place to be. It's really hard for me to ask other people to take it seriously for me. Um, It's just a really uncomfortable place, but that's okay. Uncomfortability is okay. The other thing that I've I've had to cope with is I can't do everything for myself, right? As a as a 7, I've learned a lot about taking care of myself and I always know I've got me. And in this situation, I kind of can't. Um other people have to go to the grocery store for me. I have to rely on other people for things and that's just kind of the deal. And it's weird. It's uncomfortable, but That's kind of where I'm at. I have to kind of trust that Ford's mom is going to do the right thing at her house and that won't come into our house. And and I really just have to kind of believe that that's going to happen and allow other people to take care of me too. The other thing is that I'm launching a book right now. As you probably know, because you've been listening to the podcast and I have to talk about it all the time, but I love this book and I'm so excited about it. I feel really honored and humbled that I even got to create it and telling people about it all the time in the weirdest season of the world. It's strange. And, you know, canceling my book events because obviously I can't do them. It's all really a weird time to be doing this, to be launching a book. But that's, you know, that's what it is. That's what we're working with. I want to talk to you too a little bit about things that have been helpful. So we've talked a bit about like where I am, you know, how things have been different over here, what the behind the scenes are looking like. It's a lot of every day is a little bit different, but I have found some things that have been helpful and I wanted to talk about them. Not because I think that you should do what I do, but because I, I think it's always nice to hear ideas and new ways to think about things or options for ways to orient that maybe work better for you or it could work better for you. I know that I'm really enjoying when people share, hey, I tried this thing today and it worked really well. It gives me new things to think about. So I want to share some of mine with you. One of the first ones is the mindset shift that happened for me. And this wasn't really a choice I made, but this is just kind of what happened. Um, But I'm enjoying the feeling of not having any FOMO, like knowing that there is literally nothing that I'm missing out on. (laughs) Like I'm okay. The whole world shut down. So me being at home, there's nothing more exciting than whatever I'm going to decide to do today. And that's actually pretty relaxing for me. Um, It gives me a sense of the feeling of what it would feel like or could feel like for me to believe that's true all the time and to live out of that space. So I'm really enjoying that. The next one is I'm really letting myself follow my bliss. And I know that's a silly statement, like follow your bliss, but I really am. Every day I'm waking up and I'm just letting myself be whatever I am. You know, do I feel like moving my body today? Then maybe I'll do a workout. If I feel like watching a movie all day, I'll do that. It doesn't matter. There's no wrong way to quarantine. And, and so for that, I, I'm really enjoying just listening to my intuition on Saturday. I woke up and I was like, I want to do every house project I've been putting off. I deep cleaned my cabinets. I deep cleaned my refrigerator. I washed my sheets and my pillows and my comforter. I, I did all of those kind of things. And then Sunday I did nothing. I watched movies all day. We started Tiger King, which we need to talk about that. But we just chilled all day long. And I loved that just as much. 
Another thing that we've done in terms of following my my inspiration is that my husband and I started a hobby Instagram account all about coffee. So Enneagram and coffee, the name's not an accident, right? Enneagram is one of my my great loves of my life and coffee is one of the other. And what you might not know is that most of my life from middle school on, I thought I would own a coffee shop one day. It was something that I had intended to do. I had started a binder when I was in seventh grade that I kept for years of my life with all of the little plans that I had for a coffee shop. I would travel and I would write down recipes. I'd write down store layouts, all of these things. And at this point in my life, I might do that maybe when I retire, when I'm older, but I know that a brick and mortar doesn't really suit the lifestyle that I want but I still love coffee. Being a barista is the second best job I've ever had in my life aside from what I'm doing now. And I just love it. And so Obi, my husband and I started an account called Your Coffee at Home, where we get to just share coffee recipes, mostly using our Nespresso machine and just sharing how we've made coffee yummy at home and creative ways to make coffee and just talk all things coffee. So he was a barista for many years and I was a barista for many years. And So it's fun that we get to bring kind of that into our life. Um, It's a fun outcome of quarantine for us. So the next thing um, that's been really helpful for me is just going outside, right? Like I, I know we're distancing, but we're not limited to being in our house. And so every morning I've had coffee outside. One night I sat outside and I was thinking about that Berenstein Bears book where they give up TV. It's called like Too Much TV, I think. And they talk about watching the stars come out. And so um, I was thinking about that and I sat outside and I just watched the stars come out and I asked Obi to come bring his guitar and just sing to me. And we just sat outside and watched the stars. And in that way, I think I'm really enjoying quarantine. <laughs> I don't know if you can say that, but I think being outside is really good for my mental health. And I actually feel more inspired to do that now than I did in normal life. I have more time to do that now. And so going on daily walks or you know doing my workouts outside, things like that, I just feel so much more alive. The other things you know, when it comes to having our son, we've planned out activities with him for every day. We really created a schedule that helped us to thrive in this regard. So we split up the schooling day in half. So in the morning, one of us is like the primary parent. And we communicated with Ford like, hey, in the morning, only ask questions to one parent. In the afternoon, only ask questions to the other parent. That way, the other one always has time to do what we need to do. So I can work in the afternoon while Obi teaches and I can teach in the morning while Obi gets his work done. And that's worked really well for us. The other thing is that before the week started with him, we planned out what we were going to do every day. And that was actually more positive for my mental health than for anyone. (laughs) Like It was so nice for me to just know that I had activities planned, things to do, things to look forward to. I needed that. And I didn't really even know that I needed that because I I was kind of thinking, I don't want our son to get bored, but it was really more for me, I think, than anybody else. (laughs) But that's been really helpful. The other thing that's been really helpful with having him here has been what we call five-minute cleanups. We've been doing this for years. It's not new. I started doing this just for myself. Like when I had household projects that I didn't want to do like a big load of dishes or like laundry or an annoying task or something, I will set a five minute timer just to knock it out. So I'll say, okay, I'm going to commit to doing this for five minutes and we'll just see how much I can get done. 
most of the time I can get everything done that I think I'm going to do. So the five minute timer is really helpful. We, we've been doing that every single day with our son of quarantine, because here's the thing. If this house got so messy, we'll turn on each other. You know what I mean? Like if it starts to feel stuffy and gross and uncomfortable and cluttered, like that only is going to one, make me lose motivation to try new things or to feel inspired, but it's also going to make us irritated with one another much, much more. So allowing the space to feel really nice every day is really important. And our kid loves five minute cleanups. We set the timer on our Google homes or whatever. And he says like, like okay, Google set a timer for five minutes and the timer goes starts and he turns on music and just has a blast cleaning. And we clean and, and it we're always done before the timer goes off. The whole house is clean. We have a, you know, we have a two bedroom apartment. It's not huge. It might be different for you and your house, but you can at least tackle the bigger areas that matter to you and really feel much, much more at ease. The other things that have been helpful for me, I've been saying no a lot to almost everything. I'm really focusing on what's essential in my business right now and everything else it just has to wait. If I'm not inspired by it and it's not necessary, then I'm saying not now. And that's been really helpful because I tend to have a lot of meetings. And if I were having a lot of meetings right now, I wouldn't be able to get everything done that I need to get done in a way that's relaxing. I need to be able to grieve just like you need to be able to grieve. Like quarantining is weird. This is a scary, strange time in our world. And allowing there to be room in our schedule to grieve. I hope that you're able to do that. I know that everybody's life is different. Everyone's job is different, but I'm really letting myself have the space to show up exactly how I am every day. Some days are a little bit more, you know, intense than others. And, um, but most of the time I'm trying to keep things down to the minimum, which brings me to letting myself be whatever I am. Again, as a reminder, There's no right way to do this. There's no right way to quarantine. It's just what works for you. And some days what works for me is having a schedule, having a plan, cleaning the house. And some days what works for me is sitting on the couch and watching movies all day long, painting my nails or whatever. Maybe not even that. It's all okay. It's all good. We will be normal again one day and hopefully we'll be better for it. The other thing that I have found really helpful is in that sense of let myself be whatever I am every day, doing the same thing with movement. I love to move my body. I love to work out. It's just, it brings me a lot of joy. And so some days I might watch, you know, do like a YouTube hit workout outside and love it. Other days I might do restorative yoga in my living room in my pajamas. And all of that's okay. Um, A few things that I've really loved One, I bought a jump rope right before we quarantined, unrelated, but it's been really fun. The second one is yoga with Adrienne, which I'm sure you guys have all heard of, but just in case, she has full yoga practices on YouTube for free, and she just does things in a really unique way, and I think she communicates things very clearly, and it feels similar to taking a class at a studio. So if you are looking for ways to move your body, those have been my favorite so far. And the final thing that has been beneficial for me is just accepting that this is what's happening and not fighting it. If I can get into my head, right, about it, I might get caught up in how long is this going to last? What are, how long am I committing to doing this for? What is this going to look like in the long term? But if I can really just say, you know what, today I promise to stay home. And how can I make that feel good to me today? 
and just take it one tiny step at a time. Because at the end of the day, like that's all we're ever really doing anyway. I don't know what tomorrow's going to hold. None of us ever do. And right now though, I'm okay. Right now in this moment, I'm enjoying sitting in this fort under this bed of my kid and talking into a furry microphone about what I'm doing around the quarantine to you guys. That's all very good and nice. I don't know what that's going to mean for me five minutes from now, 10 minutes from now, or, you know, 30 days from now. And I don't need to know that because none of that's real yet. So this is okay. We're doing okay. And I hope that this either makes you feel less alone, gives you permission to quarantine in whatever way works for you, and or maybe gives you a couple of little inspiring ideas that you can take home with you to make it a little bit easier. And at the end of the day, I just want to send all of my love to you. I know this is so weird and it can be isolating, but it doesn't have to be. Uh, We have so much connection right now online and I feel you out there and I just want to send all of my love to you right now. So thank you guys for staying home, helping us to flatten the curve. And I know we're going to get through this and we'll all be better for it. Until next time, I'll see you in the next episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.